Geekville Radio. Everyone, down! We're not big on following orders. Hello once again, ladies and gentlemen, geeks and geekettes, this is Seth, a.k.a. Xandrax, I'm Eric Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio coming at you with episode number 343 in your hymnals. We're going to be talking the first and as of this recording only trailer for The Bad Batch, the next Star Wars animated series on Disney+. Plus. It'll be coming out a little bit less than a month from the time of this recording in late January in the year of our Lord, 2024. If you don't see anything in the podcast player, you should be able to just go to geeklerado.com slash 343. You'll see a link to the show notes as well as the screen caps describing everything that I am talking about here. So without further ado, let's dive right in for the Bad Batch final season trailer. First and foremost, it looks like There is a good deal of time between when this season picks up as opposed to when season two ended. It looks like there's been many months, perhaps a year, because the first thing is Omega's hair has definitely grown out because she's been held captive at Mount Tantus, which in itself is a nice Easter egg for EU fans. If you read the Timothy Zahn books, that's where the cloning facilities were. But what we first see in this trailer is our heroes on the run in a juggernaut assault vehicles. That is one of the big uh, armored carrier vehicles that we saw them in Revenge of the Sith, I believe. They had the the big eight-wheeled vehicles, which looked kind of odd at first, I think, in Star Wars to see a wheeled vehicle in this universe full of hovering and vehicles with legs. It seems the good old-fashioned wheel just hadn't been invented in the Star Wars universe, but we do have them here. And they are being chased by one of the airships we saw in Attack of the Clones, I believe. I think they were in both episodes two and three that would carry clone troopers on them. Obviously, now they are Imperial airships. And not only that, you can see as this airship is chasing the Juggernaut, the troops that are jumping down onto the Juggernaut are actual stormtroopers. These are not clone troopers. So it's a pretty safe bet that our heroes will not really have any problem using killing tactics against stormtroopers. Because if you remember, whenever they were striking places that were guarded by their brothers, you know, their fellow cr- clone troopers, they would always use stun tactics. They would have their weapons set for stun because they couldn't bring themselves to kill their brothers. And then what will almost assuredly be one of the many T's death scenes. We do see a wrecker trying to jump from this doomed juggernaut to safety on board Fijinoa's ship. I get the feeling we're going to get more death teases than we did in all of the Lord of the Rings movies put together. And how it was in Lord of the Rings seems like every half hour we got like a Frodo death tease. But we do see that we're going to get the return of Captain Rex. We're going to get some battles with early TIE fighters specifically with Wrecker, we do know that Crosshair is also being held captive on Mount Tantus. It looks like he is kind of mentally and emotionally spent. Remember, he killed his own commanding officer during one of the best episodes, not only of season two, but I think best episodes of any Star Wars series ever. 
We are getting the return of Dr. Royce Hemlock, who was brilliantly voiced by Jimmy Simpson. Just how you can make an animated character where you just want to reach in the screen and, and punch him. And probably the biggest treat is we're getting Emperor Palpatine himself, voiced by Ian McDiarmid. And he speaks of putting things into place that will secure the future of the Empire, which I think we can all tell by now is going to be these new secret cloning facilities where we can make Emperor clones so we can finally answer the question of somehow Palpatine returned. I always figured that was kind of a nod to Dark Empire. I did a whole other rant I could go on about all the things to take from the EU, they take Dark Empire. But for those that read the Dark Empire comics, that's what happened is Emperor basically had you know, a planet full of his own clones. So when one died, you just jump into the next one. And probably the coolest surprise is we do get some sort of Imperial troop clad in black armor, almost looking like a Star Wars version of Snake Eyes. Looks pretty cool. Maybe a little bit of Halo thrown in there as well. So it'll be interesting to see who that character is, if we'll see a face or if there's any sort of defection at some point. And we know we're getting Imperial versions of the Commando troops. We did see them, of course, in Clone Wars, there was the Republic Commando game a number of years back. Looks like we're getting the Imperial versions of those. And we are getting the returns of Fennec Shand, Cad Bane. Hopefully we'll get the return of Hondo Anaka at some point because we know Hondo survived at least until Rebels came along. So we know he's still out there somewhere, being the most interesting man in the galaxy. And hopefully we'll get a little bit more on what the Empire is doing with these cloners and cloning facilities. Because we do see Nala say, it's probably being, she is probably cloning against her will, it looks like. And we do see the surprise return of the believed dead Asajj Ventress. Now, for those of you who may be hearing this and wondering, presumed dead, well, yeah, it is be believed that she was dead. Going back a little bit to Clone Wars, Palpatine knew that Dooku had her as an apprentice and basically told him to kill her. Now, my understanding, and as always, I am open to correction. Let me know, geekvilleradio.com, social media, Geekville Radio, or Seth at geekvilleradio.com if you want to email. I believe that this was a story that was originally meant to be in a later season of The Clone Wars like a season six or seven or whatever, the, the seasons that got scrapped when Disney bought Lucasfilm, that she was supposed to have been killed off then. But since the that story was never made in Clone Wars, it was done as a novel and that they had killed her off in that. But she is making her return here. And for the first time, we're seeing her with hair. Again, apparently a lot of characters growing hair out for this season. And she's using a yellow lightsaber, which is a change from her usual red. So she's probably ditched the ways of the Sith, it's safe to assume. And we do see Omega piloting a vessel, looks like it might have been one of those airships where she gets rescued or whether it's during an escape of some sort, we will be able to see her uh, fly some ships. So what does this all mean? We got these screenshots at geekradio.com slash 343 that you can look at. What do we get when we try to piece these together? It does look like, in my opinion, the, the season premiere, whether it's three episodes or whether it's like a 90-minute extended episode, it looks like it will revolve around the rescue of Omega from the Empire. And then the rest of the story will probably take place over several months to a year 
if not a year later. I think we'll see Palpatine using Nala Say to create his own clones in his attempt to cheat death. Because remember, his whole sale pitch to Anakin in the first place was learning how to cheat death, learning how to keep people from dying in the first place. I think the main question will be how the other supporting characters will be involved. Because as great as Clone Force 99 are or were, they assuredly are no match for the Empire alone. After all, we're still years away from any rebel alliance being formed. Uh, we may have to look to the support of these bounty hunters and smugglers such as Ventress, Fennec Shan, Cad Bane, Hondo Anaka. They may have to rely on these people to join their cause. Because it's also safe to assume Ventress has got no love for the Empire since her master turned on her. And it's also pretty safe bet that at least some of the Bad Batch themselves will meet their fate, their demise, so to speak, in this final season. We know there's not going to be any more seasons. We've never seen any of these guys in Rebels or in the live-action films or in Mandalorian or, or any of the other stuff. I mean, I, I know, I believe we got Captain Rex out there at some point, but the other members of Clone Force 99 themselves, I, I don't think many, very many, if any, are making it out of this season. I think we're going to get a big blaze of glory self-sacrifice that will tie up all of the loose ends from the Clone Wars series and basically set the stage for what we will get in Rebels. I think we're also going to see Mount Tantus destroyed in the final act. This will cause a loss in the cloning technology, and that would explain why it took the Empire several years and however many weird mistakes like Snoke to actually bring Palpatine back. So those are our predictions. It's going to be about a year later. We're going to see most, of the most, if not all, of the regular characters die. We're going to see the destruction of Mount Tantus. And we'll see why it took so long for Palpatine to return. The main odd-out one that I'm not sure what we're going to get really is Omega herself. What are we going to get? I mean, I find it difficult to believe that they're going to kill her off. Maybe they will. But I think she is going to be the next one to get a series of her own in some capacity. I think it would be great to bring her back as an adult around the time of The Mandalorian, because that would technically make her Boba Fett's sister. And I think Omega Fett just sounds cool, quite frankly. Boba Fett and Omega Fett. So here's the hope and they, they do that. I, I think it would be cool to bring her into live action Porter and Book of Boba Fett Season 2, Porter and Mandalorian in some capacity. I, I think that would be fun. So those are our predictions. We'd love to hear yours. This, of course, has been Geekville Radio. You can find us at geekvilleradio.com, the podcast platform of your choosing, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much you name it, wherever you can find podcasts. You can find us. Just do a search for Geekville Radio. You'll find all of our shows. This our flagship show. You'll get examining the doctor about Doctor Who, Examining the Dead, our horror-themed podcast, the Lesser Known Geek Hall of Fame, you'll get Geekville Radio's Nostalgia Trip, and any other surprises we might throw in along the way. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. Give us a review. The only thing I ask is just be truthful in your review. I'd, I'd rather hear genuine negatives than false positives, you might say. Although if you have genuine positives, I'd love to hear those as well. Just let us know what we'd like to see, what we're doing well, what we could improve on. I'm always looking for ways to improve this show. So with that said, we are going to turn off 
the power here, shut down the Geekwood Radio podcast facilities, and we will talk to you folks soon with episode 344. Geekville Radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any products or services unless specifically stated. The views expressed by the hosts and or guests do not reflect the views of GeeklerRadio.com, the Wrestling Brethren podcast, family, or any of their affiliates. Some media used in Geekville Radio is the product of their respective copyright holders, all rights reserved.